Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. It is episode 583. Uh, just Kurt in here doing the intro. It's first, uh, first call-in podcast we've had in a while. Um, so, um, of course they still work now. Technology is getting better. It sounds better than the old like radio call-in shows back when we used to do this more frequently. So, uh, shout out to the OKS Hunter guys for joining us on this one and then having us on their show. I think that their episode launched, uh, yesterday or the day before from launch of this. So check that one out if you would, um, announcements, uh, shout out to everyone who came out and hung out with us at. Uh, Wisconsin Deer Fest there in Oshkosh. We will be returning next year to that show. It was a, it was a damn good time. We had a working class alley where it was our booth and some of our partners, and we just had a good time. So uh, refreshing take on that show with some new ideas on the way and uh, a lot of fun. So that'll be a good show. Plan on that one uh, probably around the same time. That's in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Coming up, we have another show Illinois Deer and Beer Fest. That's August 25th through the 27th. Uh, I've got a podcast coming with CC Hump Files with Cole um, came in, but a oh, ton of giveaways, all sorts of good stuff at that show. Um, and we pretty much have like a working class alley at that show as well. Um, they have a bunch of games and giveaways and stuff at that show. That'll be a fun one right before hunting season. Um, so make that out. Come hang out with us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you. Um, what else is new? I don't really know right now. We're in the middle of remodeling neighboring building. I can't think of anything because my crew's not here for the intro. So what I'm going to do is spare you guys. We've been kind of um, a little long-winded on our intros, so we're going to cut to it. Uh, the podcast is brought to you by Elite Archery. Um, fun little tidbit, uh, Elite in 2018 when the ritual came out, they did a WCB edition ritual, and I, I blew the dust off that baby, and I have it ready to go. Um, I got a dialed side on it now, and I have the new rest on it from Redline, the Guru uh, drop away rest. And I'm I'm legit getting that bow back out, and I'm gonna start shooting it. I just felt guilty looking at it sit there. The Ritual is an amazing bow, um, one of my favorite bows from Elite, and I kind of like hate that vibe of letting a, a bow that's perfectly fine just sit there when you have it. So I blew the dust off of it, and I'm getting it back out and. Um, I'm going to shoot it. I'll be getting my arrow later this summer, but man, I don't know. It's just something about getting out one of them old trusty bows, especially one that has like sentimental value. So you'll, you'll be seeing me shoot a ritual for a while. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and the podcast brought to you by big time use code WCB 2023. If you're in the WCB group on Facebook, you see the competition going down with Doug and Eric and I kind of like stirred the pot with an ad, but, uh, we all have our own blends with the BOI BYOB build your own blends. Or you can buy a WCB selected blend that uh, each host from our show picked out. So check that out, if you will. Um, Huntworth, if you are in the market for new hunting clothing, Huntworth, or even a pack, Huntworth is something I think you should definitely check out. I think a brand that wasn't really known for um, high-end hunting gear for a while is now like quickly becoming a staple in Midwest bow hunting. We love it. We've been running it everywhere. Uh, the heat boost, especially for late season hunting, 
Austin used the heat boost for his late season buck last year. I think it was like negative 33 degrees with wind chill when he killed his buck. Um, it's a real deal stuff. Um, check it out. You can use code WCB15 at huntworthgear.com. Um, of course, Old Barn Taxidermy. Um, they just got back from Africa. We got a lot to talk about with them when they're in here. Um, Loophole Optics, um, the eyewear, the spotters, the binos. It's all amazing stuff. Um, I just got a loophole scope put on. I bought a 300 Win Mag for fun and just loving it. Uh, trophy Line, uh, code WCB2310. Um, sticks, saddle hunting kits, um, mobile hunting gear, packs, all sorts of stuff. The new Woodlands pack is the shit. I've been running that. Use it to hang trail cams. But, uh, you know, if someone asks, like, hey, what saddle setup are you running? We're running, I'm running the tr- uh, Trophy Line Venatic saddle kit. And what's awesome is you can go on there and just buy a kit ready to rock. And you can use our code to save yourself some money on that kit. WCB2310. Also, Grizzly coolers and hunting blinds. Um, obviously, the coolers get used a shit ton by us. Um, every trade show, we just run them through the ringer. And uh, it's been 100 degrees in the back of my truck. And I have a 75 quart, and there's still ice in the son of a bitch. So check out Grizzly Coolers. Check out their hunting blinds. If you're wanting legit, in my opinion, the best hunting hard-sided blind in the game, um, there's code WCB. Um, Blackgate Trail Cameras. Um, that episode stirred the pot in a good way for us and our listeners. Lots of questions um, about Blackgate Trail Cameras, um, really from A to Z. Uh, probably the most common thing we get messaged on or asked about in person. I know at DeerFest, the the most reoccurring question was about Blackgate trail cams, about the R4G and the R4G Lite. Um, check them out. Blackgate hunting products, code WCB10. Also, Novix Tree Stands. The Raider Series is here, ladies and gentlemen. So get on there. Check out the Raider Series. Badass lineup from Novix Tree Stands. American made. You can trust your lives with them. Um, avoid the expanded metal stands, man. That just causes issues. I know they're cheap, but they just cause issues. You can use code WCB10 at Novix Outdoors. Camel Fire. Save yourself some money. Get on the Camel Fire game, especially if you have a trip coming up. You can start accumulating that hunting gear at Camel Fire or download the app. Oh, where else are we? Um, Man, we're all over the place right now. That'll do it for ads this week, I think. Yeah, I, I just wanted to get through them. I know I was talking fast, but, um, you know, we appreciate you guys listening to our ads. I hate doing ads by myself or the intros by myself. It's just kind of a bummer. But it's part of the gig. It's part of our job. We love it. We love all the companies we work with. And we appreciate you supporting them. So enjoy this one. I'm going to go shoot my bow and start getting prepped. It is coming in hot. Um, we got some great episodes lined up for you guys, so we appreciate the support. Uh, probably... Uh, one other thing that's a big announcement other than the podcast and hunting is uh, Eric just had a baby. So Eric will be around. You'll hear him on some pre-recorded episodes for a couple weeks. Uh, but I have a feeling he'll be in and out for a little while uh, to that healthy, uh, beautiful little girl. So congrats to Eric and his family. That's an exciting time for them. Um, so Eric will be in and out. That's why I just want to give a heads up. I know there'll be some questions or if you follow us on socials, you guys will know about that. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting something in this intro. Uh, one thing I do probably want to shout out is uh, shout out to Mountain Ops. Uh, great response from that episode, and they gave that promo code uh, WCB at Mountain Ops. Uh, just look for the link in the episode description. So that's pretty cool of them to do that. We've been living on Hydrate and Ignite, especially at trade shows. So 
anyway, on the episode. Thanks for being here. Hope you enjoy it. Peace. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Working class Bowhunter podcast. Really no idea what episode number it is. Kurt Geyer is speaking. Eric Hammond. Doug Schmidt. And joining us via AI, via the black web, the dark web, uh, witchcraft, if you will. The okayest hunter crew in a dungeon somewhere in Wisconsin, I'm assuming. Yeah, the so, cat pee basement. <laughs> What's going on? You call it the cat pee basement? Yeah, my cat's litter box is down here. There's like so pee. much sensey in this basement, you don't know which way is up. I use well, wax melt because I don't want it to stink like cat pee. So I thought, you know, it'd be better to smell like butternut squash or something. I know what you could do to solve that cat pee problem. Get rid of the cats. Get rid of the cat. <laughs> Get a coyote. <laughs> well, we've heard people say, uh, my buddy Tyler always comes into our studio and says that our studio smells like a hamster cage because we have cedar walls. So that's a good smell. I took that as like a diss. I'm like, hamster cage, dude, fuck you, man. Like, hamster yeah, but also, cage is, it's a great smell, though. But I'm like, well, I'm thinking like hamster piss, like a rodent. Yeah, like oh, piss and he's shit. like, oh, no, the cedar, the cedar bedding. I'm like, ah, okay, that's all right. That works. All right, boys, what the hell is okay as Hunter and who the hell are you? That's a loaded question. <laughs> we, got no, we got nothing but time. Unpack it, dude. <laughs> you, you want the life story or do you want the uh, the quick and down and dirty version? Well, first give us a quick down and dirty. And then if needed to dig in, we'll dig in. I mean, out, out of the, which camera I'm looking at this one here. There we go. Um, I don't know what to do with my hand. I'm going to try to do the camera thing tonight. It's, it's just a brand that, uh, I don't know. We try to like take ego out of things, try to be humble. Greg calls it humble pie, have some humility and just focus on having fun. And uh, we've kind of adopted this phrase. Someone else said it. I just kind of ran with it. It wasn't, I didn't come up with the phrase, but it was my tag, my hunt. And that phrase has been pretty embodied into like, we're not, we're not shaming on people that shoot huge deer. Um, and we're not, we're also not promoting shoot, you know, all the spikes. We're just shooting, you know, promoting shoot the deer that makes you happy. If it is a spike and that's the stage you're at in hunting because you're 12 or you're an onset hunter and you're 40 and you've never hunted before, it doesn't really matter. Just do that. And then don't, don't apologize for it. Don't say it wasn't the biggest, but just own it and be happy. And if that's what got your pee hot, then, then roll with it. Um, so yeah, we kind of just, that's kind of our jam. That's like the, the bread and butter of it. And then beyond that, we just make a lot of jokes and funny content on a regular basis. Yeah, I mean, nobody should give you a hard time for having fun and enjoying doing what you do. And if if they are making funny or having having an issue with it, maybe they need to reevaluate what they're doing. 
Cool. So how long has OKS Hunter been around then? Because people might, you know, if they're diehard WCB guys or they're here because of you, that Eric, they've seen you or heard you on the show before from Where to Hunt, which was yeah, it's been an evolution. Yeah, it's interesting. So we Where to Hunt started in 2013, or at least that's when the first episode came out. Um, And then I just haphazardly did it whenever because it was kind of like this thing that I did. And then 20. 19 i was like i'm gonna do this every single week on on tuesday for a year and see kind of what happens i want to see what happens if i do it every single week for a year and in the midst of all that i kind of got on the defense and was like you know i called myself the OKS hunter because i didn't i was trying to say like i don't have big deer in my wall like you don't need to listen to me i'm not an expert i'm not telling people how they should kill big bucks or hunt or whatever i'm just asking dumb questions to learn and if some people want to listen in great so i kind of went on the i guess the offense or the defense i don't know one of them um to get ahead of it so in doing so we started to call ourselves the where to hunt podcast comma the oks podcast in the midwest so we started just kind of adopting this phrase in essence of that and then somewhere in there in 2020 june of 2020 we officially launched oks hunter as its own entity and it was at that point where i'm like this is stupid i shouldn't be doing like two things this feels silly let's just do one thing let's migrate the podcast and rebrand as okay as hunter and roll that that way where to hunt is an app that's been um sunset as the name is concerned and uh, been given a new name and it's its own business entity so okay as hunter as a business entity officially launched in june of 2020 we kind of test marketed out on social in like i think august or september of 2019 got good feedback sold some merch we're like cool Looks like people get what we're trying to do. Let's do it for real. And uh, yeah, now it just keeps kind of naturally organically growing every year. And we're trying to figure out what we want to be when we grow up. So, <laughs> okay. You, you might also have the smallest gun safe I've ever seen. Yeah, that was a Christmas gift. I only have one gun. There. <laughs> There's a whole one gun. <laughs> I got one gun back here. One gun safe. <laughs> well, with OKS Hunter, my perception and, and not knowing a ton. I see you guys, and it might just be because I know you guys are from Wisconsin. I mean, obviously, you can tell if someone's listening. You can tell you're from from the up north. But uh, a very on-brand for, like, that uh, northerner Wisconsin, Michigan vibes is kind of, like, my perception of it. And I hope that's not offensive, um, more as a compliment, because I think that's a certain type of hunter and its own kind of, like, subculture in a way. Does that make yeah. sense? It totally makes sense. I mean, it's it's not offensive. I don't take offense to it. Um, you know, anybody who's been around whitetail hunting knows where big deer are. And, yeah, we have them here. Um, but the guy that gets to go out for maybe a week, a year, um, he's pretty damn happy to go to the North Woods there, eh? And <laughs> put, on, put on the orange and go chase him with a, with, a, with a shotgun or a rifle or a smoke pole and just enjoy, you know, the camaraderie of his camp and have a few beverages have some good food and, and relax for maybe opening weekend and part of the week and who knows some of these guys don't even deer hunt much you know they might take it seriously for a day or some of us are, are constantly dialed in trying to figure it out you know i mm-hmm. i like to go out and and you know put boots to ground and if i'm not seeing what i like to see i i keep moving but that, that's not how everybody likes to hunt yeah, yeah. I think that's a kind of a typical thing for northern Wisconsin, northern Michigan, like the whole deer camp style, you know, go out deer camp weekend, opening weekend with camp with buddies and yeah, 
if you shoot a deer, okay, but it's more about the drinking and camaraderie, camaraderie and, and everything family else. And more of a that. tradition type thing. Yeah, because my my whole dad's side of the family's from Wisconsin. Yeah, you know, and that's most of them are Wisconsin hunters. Like, you know, I've never been up there. I, of course, it's like its own subculture, and I respect it. But like, that's my perception of you guys. You know, as yeah. like kind of your vibe a little bit, which is great. Um, if someone has never consumed okayest hunter content, what what type of content? can they expect from podcast or video or social? Like if you had to like break down what you do or explain what you do, how would you explain it? We try to make it relatable. Um, we're to the point of like most of our posts that go on social are reels. We've really like, that's our, it's real content, but like not real. I mean like the real that like whatever, a TikTok type video or short one video. minute videos. Yeah. Yeah. R -E yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 and usually what happens is like when I see it, it's like other people are tagging their friends, almost like they're elbowing them. Like if they were with them in person, dude, did you see this video? That's us. That's me. That's you. Like it's literally John will then tag Brad and be like, and then Brad will tag Joe and Joe will tag Scott. And it's like this daisy chain of people tagging each other because like we have somehow, um, I don't know. It's a freaking word I'm looking for embodied kind of who they are, because that's kind of who we are. We're like, just, we're not the uh, aspirational hunter that everyone looks to. Like, we're not a Remy Warren. We're not a Bo Martonic. I respect those guys. I think they're great. We're not Andy May. We're not, you know, these guys that are just incredible, right? Um, I think those are great guys to learn from and, and be aspirational about. We're the ones – I use golf as, a, as an acronym or uh, uh, something that's akin to even though I don't golf at all. I don't know why I use that analogy, but, like, how many – pro golfers are there in the population of all golfing that play in the masters like it's like one percent or less but that's who everybody watches because they would love to be that golfer wear what that golfer is wearing use those clubs use that ball use those shoes and so in the deer hunting community i think we have like the elite deer hunters or the guys that are like the mature buck killers the dan infaults and so forth but then there's the rest of us that aren't that person because we don't have that much time to dedicate so we're representing the everyday hunter the rest of us like the <laughs> I don't know everybody else. That's not the one getting it done. And, and, you know, we had a great season last year and I was like, you guys got to change your name from okay. to something else. I'm like, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of okay. I'll be honest I'll, on that note, guys, like I, I get what you're saying like, with your branding. Um, this is my perception. It's something I've been talking about because we, july 4th is kind of the turn back into season for a lot of guys you know so yeah in the off season i'm talking like really part of the off season if, if and there's gonna be those dudes like there is no off season it's like all right sell down but <laughs> there's like part of turkey season till like right now like deer are just starting to get velvet rackable antlers and we're all starting to make play-doh snakes and get excited it's again the, it's the lull for us it was yeah. the, it's the lull it's as slow as it gets for content creators it's you know, you're it's doing a deer hunter lull. It's a deer hunter lull. If there is <laughs> one, you know, of, of, of what you would it's consider hot. a year round cold. season. Yeah. So yeah, you're drinking beer. Yeah. Fun. So, um, that's one thing. Oh, fuck. I lost my train of thought. Um, talking about your perception of it. Oh yeah. So, you know, like I love that the okayest hunter thing, I get how that resonates with most people, especially, but what I worry about is like, I don't want people to, like, this is why I would never brand it that because it's almost like don't strive to be better. Just kill whatever deer you can. It's okay if you shoot small bucks forever, but it, but it's like, does that fit the conservation model? 
isn't it like a better, but yeah, we're not that good, but we're working hard to be better. Like, do you have that flavor with it? Or is it just like stay mediocre forever? You know, like that's what I, that's my one concern with the branding and like some of the comments you guys have made. Like I want to see people do what they want to do and get better. If all you want to do is shoot whatever buck to be shoot, whatever buck, then that's great if you're happy. And that might be what you're leaning at. But um, I just want to clear that up. Like if someone's listening, like, well, I, I'm shooting oh, what I can now, but I want to be better. Yeah, it goes back to my tag, my hunt. Like, you know, and there are, you know, the the five stages of what we would call hunter's journey. There's like the limit out, the the trophy stage, the, you know, we weapon of choice. Like maybe you're going to really try to make it difficult by going back to a trad bow. Then there's a sportsman stage. I got an uncle that's 90 that only brings a camera into the woods. You know, he's he's killed more big bucks than anybody I've ever met in my life. He's got a trophy for him to show, but like he doesn't care anymore. He's 90. He's not trying to, that's not his game. So like there's different stages. Yeah. So I think within each stage, there are ways to get better and, and improve. And I, we're certainly not saying stay okay, but we're, we're trying to say focus on the experience, focus on why you do it. Stop looking at what everyone else is doing and like, you know, run your own race, hunt your own hunt, like hunt your, hunt your own deer. Like mm -hmm. social media has made everything so freaking ridiculous. Right. We're so just trying to like level set against focus on the experience, focus on your own hunt. It is your tag, not someone else's. Like stop telling other people what they should do with their tags. So when you consider like you talked about um, like QDMA, you know, we had Doug Duran on uh, what I don't know a while ago now. And he he talked about like healthy, healthy herd management as a as a um, kind of like an overarching thesis. Like, yeah, there's QDMA and that's great. But then there's also like healthy deer management where it's more um, encompassing when you consider like areas that have CWD and chronic wasting disease where like yeah. young bucks are the ones doing all the breeding, you know, but they're um, also the carriers of CWD. Right. So they're the around. ones spreading it. So and like, a lot of those areas too, they don't get over four years old because they end up, they dying. don't even age out yeah. of that. So like yeah. in that area, that, that hunter has a different hunt than someone else. And what happens is they're in a subset of a state. So in like Wisconsin, there's areas that are really high in CWD where you're going to hunt pretty differently there than you would somewhere else. But then when yeah, you post like on social media, yeah. Yeah, someone would be like, why did you shoot that deer? It's like, well, you don't know their circumstances. No. We, we just had, um, I was on the Bear Archery podcast, and this guy uh, that runs it, he was talking about, you know, he was from, like, Arkansas, but he hunted somewhere else. And deer in Arkansas are just smaller-bodied deer. But then someone from, like, a, a northern state was like, why would you shoot that tiny-ass deer? It's like, because I'm in Arkansas, the deer don't get that big here. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah go, going out of your way to comment on a deer is like, I've never really understood that, you know, like unless it's positive, it's unless it's positive. Right. Yeah. Like co commenting negatively. I should, you know, I should have cleared that up, but, <laughs> but yeah, commenting negatively on a deer that someone shot. It's like, well, first of all, it's already dead. So your comment means nothing. And like, no one wants to be like, should have shot a bigger one on a comment through Facebook. Like it's the last thing you want to read on your comment. You know, oh, it's exactly. Like, it's like, shut up. <laughs> and that's where it's like the bullshit of social media comes in. Cause like half the time you'd be probably be better off not posting it. Cause you're going to, chairs have yeah. been more than reading a bunch of comics where people are just shitting on you the whole time yeah for sure when we sure. Launched, when, i was saying we launched it something happened that i didn't foresee happening um it was i wasn't aware of it but like when we launched in 2020 we had I, I don't know more messages than i could than i could count like private messages dms we're gonna call them of people sending us like spike bucks and being like i shot this year with my grandpa before he passed away I shot this deer with my kid for their first hunt. 
but I never posted it because I was afraid of ridicule. I don't want my kid to get bashed. I didn't, they didn't know it was my grandpa's last hunter. I'm, I I'm 40 and I just hunted this is my first year hunting and I didn't want people to think I've been doing it forever. So then I was like, Whoa, Holy shit. We're getting all these messages from people that have never posted. Like these deer have never seen the internet. Like this picture has never made it to the internet until they send us a DM of it because they're like, yeah, it's an awesome hunt. I have, it's a, I have a ton of memories to cherish here for several reasons. But I didn't want to mm-hmm. post it because I didn't want to like deal with the drama. Yeah, and I was like, it's so out to them for, for whatever reason. You know? So then yeah, we're getting all these, you know, weird world that you're scared to post something. Yeah. But let yeah. me play devil's advocate here, guys. Um, and I'm just for the sake of conversation. I feel like yes, I get the the sentimental aspect. Like hunt for you, do what you want that makes you happy. But also in the same breath, I feel like a lot of people, and I'm sure you guys see it a lot in, in Wisconsin, you hear it the most out of Michigan, or we do because we're closer to, you know, we're all closer to Michigan than we are some of the other, like, uh, I guess, lesser buck states, if that's a term. What I mean is just not primary what you think of, like, whitetail destination. It's like everyone kind of preaches this, like, I'll shoot whatever, but then they also like bash dudes that work really hard in Midwest states to shoot higher caliber deer. And you hear them guys complain. I wish I could shoot a buck like that. And, and this got brought up. I'm just curious what your guys' take is. It got brought up a few episodes ago. We're talk, talking about um, cultural shift and uh, like deer management and stuff where everyone's like, oh, yeah, you're only killing that buck because you live there. I can't kill a big buck or I can't kill a mature buck. And, and when we say big bucks, we mean mature bucks because a six-year-old could be a 120. It's just what they are. But Right. Big bucks are always more interesting. Everybody admits that. Everybody would rather shoot the bigger buck. And, and oh, absolutely. Where do you think like culture changes, or will it change? Where like everyone's kind of on that same program. Yet climb the ladder, get to where you want to be. Um, it's oh, it's better for conservation in most cases to kill more mature animals. They have more meat on them. Um, do you think that'll end up kind of like will deer get bigger within the cultural shift from your guys's perspective? I don't know. I think there's a cultural shift. There's a lot of people that are coming into this uh, category that are learning how to hunt, especially on the, on the back end of COVID where the number of people that I've talked to that have never hunted in their life. And they, you know, were suddenly starting to wonder like, man, this, I might not be able to get groceries. I should probably learn how to hunt. I'm going to learn how to hunt. Then they go into it. And then what I'm afraid of is that they're going to see a toxic environment of people bashing everybody. So my, my concern is we're we're the neck biting the head off that we're going to thwart anybody new coming into this because they're not like us because you know, maybe they wear skinny jeans or wide brim hats. I don't have to know, but like there it's a dying, it's a dying industry. Like we're, we're going to die in the vine. And so when I talk to like Brad, the who runs go wild, who has strong opinions against Silicon Valley, he calls himself, he says he's from, you know, Silicon holler in Kentucky. He's like, dude, we're outnumbered at the polls. Like we're, we're not, we're not going to win at the polls. Not even, not even close. So if it ever sure. comes to a vote, we just lose. So I'm like, I'm not saying that we, the only way to win is to recruit more people, but like, we're not doing a good job of that as a collective. There's, you know, yeah. there's huntresses and there's female hunters. Those are very different things. I think uh, obviously we all feel pretty similarly about the, the freaking huntresses. They can all go the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. um, they kind of shoot themselves in the foot more than anybody, <laughs> but that's yeah. a whole nother yeah, podcast. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's interesting. It's just an interesting dialogue because hunting is, it, it's changing, it's evolving. And we're, we're being mm-hmm. kicked off on social media. Like you can't post this. You can't post that. That counts being deleted. That one's being demonetized. Like seek one got demonetized from YouTube. They no longer had an ability to make money off of their videos because YouTube one day just literally turned it off. And mm-hmm. it's like, 
I mean, shit is coming. Like it is coming. The war is out there, not amongst ourselves. So I get pissed when I see other hunters like bashing other hunters. So like, yeah. you know, if, if you want to shoot a big buck, like do that, you know, it, and, and there's a very small percentage of the overall hunting community that's capable of doing that. And those guys, they're going to do it regardless. So the guys that mm -hmm. are like, you're taking my deer because you shot a spike now can't age up. I'm like, bullshit, bullshit. We are because I don't hear Bo Martonic complaining. I don't hear Dan Infall complaining. I don't hear anybody else that shoots big bucks complaining that someone else shot a spike because if you're actually good at it, like if you're, I don't know, Cody, Quist, whoever pick any big buck, mature buck killer, they're going to continue to kill big bucks regardless of what I shoot because they know how to play the yeah. game. They're well, killers chess. kill. Right? We, we've yeah. said that a lot, you know, yeah. like killers. Like, they're not concerned with the okayest hunter. They're going to continue to kill big bucks because they know how to do it. Mm -hmm. And the guys that are like, you know, tripping into the woods, two steps in and sleeping on a log and they're blaze orange. Like, that's a different hunt. That's not the same. For hunt. Sure. It is. You know? Yeah. I was curious on your take of it. You guys living in more, more North than us, the, the culture's different. The perception's different. And, and you know, I, we, we've joked around about Michigan a lot in some podcasts with Michigan guys in studio, like podcasts that have yet to release at the time of this recording. And uh, it's like, it's interesting. We'll have them all here. And one of them will have an opinion completely night and day different from the guy across the table in the same state from him like kind of having the conversation we're having yep. and they're from an hour apart from each other in Michigan. And and so I always find it interesting to talk to the more Northern Midwest state type guys, because it's like, it just depends on who you run into. Oh yeah. Totally what different perception is. So we're drinking and, this, this driftless Glen, this is from the driftless region. That's like an hour away. Dude, they have a significantly, they have all does. It's all does. Like you're not going to even see a buck. You're going to see does like hundreds of them. Yeah, totally different. Well, my my favorite yeah. vibe is everybody in Michigan bitches that they can't kill big deer, but then they'll also scream to the rooftops that Mitch Rompla is the biggest tip <laughs> they'll ever kill. So it's like, what what is it? <laughs> you know what's going on here? And I, and I don't know either way. That's a fun conversation. I, I would say I would add that like the guys that do complain <laughs> that are like the 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 guys shooting smaller deer that then complain well i didn't get a big one that's not fair that you did that bullshit like and then they bash on that like that ain't us yeah and that's, I'm a, weird, that's that, a weird thing know? to like wrap your head around that's like hating on somebody because their girlfriend's hot yeah but that's right. a, that's an insecurity that's uh you know no, that's I've never done that I, <laughs> we, don't, we don't deal with that like that's not our jam us as the human race will never agree on anything no no no, no. But, no. you know what no. It, Let's be honest, guys. If we all did agree on anything, co interesting conversations. Uh, I find this conversation interesting. It, it, it would there would be no conversation because you could just exist around people and not talk because you just know, ah, oh, whatever I'm saying, they're going to be what, just in line with what I want to say anyway. We posed a question on social, and actually, the usually this stuff doesn't ever do well. You like put a you know poll or whatever you want to call it out there, and they 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 do okay. One did exceptionally well. It was the question of like, if, if no deer, and this is a world that will never exist. So it's a total hypothetical. It doesn't really matter what your opinion is because it's never going to happen. But the question was like, if deer never grew antlers and basically male and female deer all looked identical and you like, then what would happen to hunting? You know, would we lose the trophy kind of aspect of it? Because look at, we have deer on the wall in here. Like, don't, don't get it twisted. I want a big buck. <laughs> like I do, yeah, but yeah. I'm also happy with whatever. Um, depending on my situation, I have three kids. I can hunt like a handful of times. So I was happy to draw back on a six pointer a week before I shot the freaking whatever this thing is. I don't know how many points it is. Um, you know, and so like it was the same for me. I, my my pee was just as hot both times. I don't care. That being said, I got the bigger one, so it felt great. Like holy shit, I made yeah. it happen. But 
but if deer had no antlers and that was not a thing across the board, then everyone's like, well, then we'll find something. We'll measure the ears. We'll measure the age. Well, something exactly. like, humans, humans are just naturally competitive. But, but I do think if deer like didn't fish. have antlers from my perception, I think there'd be a lot less deer because you know what? Because I like to kill shit. I don't care what anybody says. I've said this a million times on the podcast. I yep. like to shoot deer. I like watching fletchings go through lungs on a deer. That's fun to me. I like it. Yeah. And, and a lot of people are like, the harvest of the deer. Duh, duh, duh. I get it. If you're on CNN, do that. You're romanticizing you- over it. I got buddies that just like to kill shit. I like to kill, dude. Yeah. And, and it, <laughs> I'll kill. I'll save my bucks for the biggest bucks I can kill in that area. But if no, if there was no antlers on deer and every deer looked like a, a big doe, I'd, be, I'd kill 15 deer a year, dude, because what the fuck? Because <laughs> why not? Because why not? Because why not? <laughs> but like, I feel like I'll shoot my doe. I shoot a lot of does. I shoot less does now than I used to. But like for me to kill five does a year, I I like shooting shit, you know, like I'll do that. But uh, how many, how many does did you kill last season, Greg? I got five. There you go. Like, yeah. see, but you know meat what I mean. I like to shoot my deer for meat. Does more mature does have more meat on them? Science usually, and then um, science. I use my like the fun of being methodical and the st- strategy for my bucks. I think that's a good time. Um, but if there wasn't that part, I'd just be on a three month slaughter. You're just shooting anything that walked by. Well, yeah. If I have tags, I'm I'm <laughs> filling tags. Bur- you're burning them. Does man. that make sense, though? Like, I think de- the deer herd would be worse yeah. off than it was for big antlers. Antlers can really, they put value on a deer. It's like the African hunting model. It's like the value of the animal saves the animal. And I and and all I do get there's toxicity in it with antlers for sure. The ownership of deer, the social media, the the bashing, all that shit. Oh, I think bullshit. without antlers, there's a problem because it adds value to the animal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How many people like so that we we've heard of children, like kids that are getting into hunting, just not shoot anything because it wasn't a 150 or a 180, especially in Iowa. We did the Iowa Deer Classic. It was really funny. You know, we, we try to do different, not better, because we're not going to do certain things better than other folks that have been doing this shit for a long time. So we were the only, you know, three inch antler in the whole entire freaking place. Uh, everyone else had really cool logos that had really big antlers, and we're here we are, you know. And so we were getting oh, some dude, funny. We're looks like at a antler at best. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're, best. We're, what is it? Six inches, maybe? I don't know. Um, <laughs> to, to that end, like there, there are kids that just won't shoot deer at all because they're like, well, you know, that ain't a one, that ain't a one fifty or better. And I was told that that's the only thing I can shoot, or that's the only thing that matters, or that's the only thing that I see on TV or, or on YouTube. And then so they're they're hunting for like four years and haven't shot anything. And so I've like the analogy I've used there is like, you can't go to the gym and expect you're gonna be able to pump 200 pounds on the bench press. If you're, if you're a string bean kid, you got to put some reps in, you should probably shoot something, get some practice, get some confidence at full draw, like let some arrows mm-hmm. swing. Because when that big guy shows up, you're not ready for him. You're not going to be able to do it. That bar, that 200 pound bar is going to choke you out, son. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. And yeah. So- but Eric, I would argue with you and say that him hunting is him going to the gym. He is prepping himself yep. because I was, that kid, you know, yeah, but that so I've heard so Matt Strime, who does our OKS Fisher podcast, he's like, dude, that was me. I didn't shoot anything for like four or five years. I did the same. I, and, I held off. And then they're just missing out on experiences. You're missing out on how to gut a deer, how to like the fact that you got to drag the damn thing. You could cook with it. You could do all the stuff. Like you literally made a memory. Yeah. You took a life. My like, argument would be does. Does is where I got my 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 yeah. gym reps yeah. in. Yeah. You know, nope. but but you know also at the same time, man. If the if the kid, you know, I'm just playing for conversation for devil's advocate here. 
if the kid is goal oriented and motivated and still can go hunting for four years because he wants to kill a certain caliber of buck and he's committed and he's passionate and he's still that passionate about it at night the, killing the time for four in, yeah. years yeah I, I to me i high five that kid because i'm like damn you're doing a lot you're doing something that not a lot of people can do like to me i'm like I that's better that kid tell me he cool. shot uh like six does you know every year you're like then you better be shooting yeah. something because at that point then you're just irresponsible like shooting well, at a deer is different than being at a target block yeah, but maybe that kid doesn't want to do that or can't. There's, I mean, Eric, what can you draw for doe tags in your county in Iowa? <laughs> if I'm lucky, one. Yeah, why yes. is that? And then we're, because, we're, back uh, to, we're back to different circumstances. It's different, different yeah. yeah, right. So, like, you can't bash that kid for doing, like, saying he just doesn't want to kill a deer because maybe he's like our county. Our whole county, there's 200 doe tags between gun, all the gun seasons and archery seasons. So, if you're not on that website – yeah, what is it? Have you ever looked into what the reason is? Or just not so they do like a, a population survey survey thing. every year. So then that's how many doe tags they give out to keep the, the population balanced. I feel like there's a lot of deer in that yeah. county, man. Oh, dude, there's They're, a million of them. Yeah, I don't I still I, don't know who's taking I still that do survey. not understand why Scott <laughs> Scott County, Iowa only has two hundred doe tags, but that's all we have. Like, yeah. Like so if you're not on there September fifteenth at midnight to get a fucking doe tag, you ain't getting a doe tag. That's crazy. That's different, man. That's a different. Well, I guess that's I, unique. The reason I the reason I come at it the way I do is because we've had a lot of young kids say thank you to us for like giving them that that space to be like, oh, yeah. so I can shoot something smaller and I'm not gonna like get beat up or whatever. Eric, not, you know, like I'm not trying to argue with you on that, but yeah, I get yeah. that. Like if the kid is dedicated oh. to that, because here's the deal: we have a buddy, John Foreman. That's um, he's good friends with Austin Chandler. I met him through Austin. You have dudes. I'm the little kid that shoots anything compared to like a John Foreman where he's passing 170 inch bucks to see them get to 180, 190 plus. So it's that's because like he has the property and the ability to do it. He has the ability and the patience and the he's put in the work to kind of structure that around where he lives. You know, like it, so that doesn't apply, you know, you can copy and paste that scenario and it doesn't work everywhere. Right. But um, if a kid is, if a kid tells me I'm waiting for that big buck and I'm putting in the time, then I'm like, damn dude. Yeah. Like me, yeah, that's I, all, I, I would have been like, awesome. I probably wouldn't do that, but props to you, dude. Cause right. that's, that's pretty hardcore for a kid. Yeah, to is, do, you know, but it's slightly different than like doing it because they think they can't, I guess. So, like, yeah, I would commend yeah. that, that kid too. Cause it takes, yeah, dude, like it, it's hard to do things that people don't do every day. Like you can't just put down a 190 because it's not that easy. Like it takes perseverance, yeah. patience, dedication, like all of these things, sure. time, like lots and lots of time in the woods, more than, well, than I two, have. And you got to yeah. look at Josh Foreman too. Maybe his kids will be like, his kids look <laughs> up to him. You know, he's waiting on them caliber deer. Yeah. So his kids are going to follow in that same footstep. You know what I mean? Maybe, or they might be like, what the hell, Dad? Yeah, We're out here struggling for this many years. Yeah, like, you I kill one deer you. every six years, and by the way, like he's willing to do that. Like Ross Bigger kills; he's averaged one giant every five years, and he kills okay deer, you know, good deer in between. Yeah, um, but he kills one giant every five years because it just takes him. It, I mean, it takes anybody that longer, longer. But like John doesn't stack in bodies, <laughs> you know, and right. his kid might be like, Dad, I want to shoot stuff. Right. And his kid might be fine with whatever buck or does and, and whatever, but that's what makes this fun. I think is at full draw, you'd have to tell me because I, I like as far as I'm concerned, these things are mythical beasts. Like I've never seen a deer that big in the woods. 
So, but to <laughs> yeah, say yeah. like, do you feel, do you, do your nerves, do you feel demonstrably different at full draw on like, you know, a 170 than you obviously would on like a 120? Like that's got to be a, a quite a different feeling to be at full draw at something like that versus something smaller. And I, so then I talk about the nerves and that feeling because that's what I talk about with the reps also. Like, yeah, I've never even shot a buck. Like you might not be prepared for what's about to come your way. When you start shaking, my legs will start uncontrollably shaking. Like <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah. It's like a, a involuntary bodily reaction to something that I have yeah. no control over. Yeah. I, I will tell you if I am committed to drawing and shooting a buck, it's the same level no matter what, because no matter I committed what. to already drawing my bow back. So yeah. if it's a 190, a 150, a 130, a 115, uh, a six-inch buck, if I'm drawing, I have the same level of pressure of – because the last thing you want to do is have to fucking track something down and do a two-day freaking chase yeah. around and the whole deal, the wounded animal and the stress and the emotion. Like, uh, So the pressure on the shot for me is always there. Um, I feel – I do agree with you. And th I think this is the point you're getting to with that kid. It's like the more deer you shoot, the more likelihood you're going to be successful when that big one does come in. I do get that, but I think there's value. Um, you know, if that kid is, I'm sure that kid, if it's like how I'm visioning that kid or how I was when I was like 15, the visualization and the commitment and the obsession really goes a long way. Then if he was just willy nilly and he's like, I won't ever see nothing. Then there's a 190, and you expect this kid to draw on a 190 when he's never seen a 150 before, or a 130 or a 120 or whatever. Yeah, that kid's probably going to be a train wreck right. when it comes to even getting his bow back if he's lucky at that point. I get that. Well, I remember as sure. like a kid that was like, you saw a 120, and man, you thought that thing was you know 160 back in the day. Holy shit! Yeah, this when you were young. a monster. But I, you know, I do remember when I was young. Like I have my first buck ever. My first buck with a bow in the studio. My first buck ever is, I mean, that thing might be 70 inches. You know, I was 13. And then I killed my first buck with a bow when I was 15. That's a 125 with a broken three, like, ish in there somewhere. I remember passing deer thinking, like, if I want to kill one that's Pope and Young-ish, I have to pass these smaller deer. Like, it took commitment. Now, nowadays, would it take me as long to kill that deer as it did then? Probably not, but maybe. But I stuck to a goal. I was goal-oriented, and when I killed that thing, it was the best feeling in the world, man. Yeah. I got to do that and recover with my old man. And so uh, so I kind of get both sides of that for that kid in that story, you know? Yeah. No, it's a good dialogue. It's, a, it's an interesting one because it's a thing. And so when I say, like, there's people bashing people. It's like, well, I would never shoot that deer. I never shoot the deer. If the 12 year old's on social media scrolling all day long and that's all he ever sees and hears, it's like, then he's just been, uh, yeah, it's, now it's osmosis. He's, he's consumed that content and now believes that thing. And even though that's been a dialogue between men, he, he's like, well, if I'm going to be a freaking man, then I ought to not do that thing. Um, yes, it's, it's just kind of, it's kind of interesting, but I, great I conversation. See from all, I suppose, like it, I don't know, as a kid, there's a process though. Like you don't just, like you guys say, you got the you have that shirt a while back. I don't know if you still have it, but you can't trip into a 150. Like you had a lot to learn with the first time you stepped in the deer woods. You got a lot to piece together, and like that puzzle gets more and more clear every year. And more and and like I think Socrates and Einstein have said similar quotes about like the more I learn, the more I realize, the less I know. And the further you get in this rabbit hole of deer hunting, the more you realize, man, I fucking thought I thought it all figured out, but it turns out I don't. And there's still more to freaking learn. And if it I turned out, I don't know shit. You know, like, damn it. But that's the best part of it, man. It's like, that's why 
there's so many conversations and that's why it's so exciting when you do kill one, a big one, you know, and it's like, and, and that's why it's so special. And it's all trial and error, man. I mean, cause there's something different like yeah. that works for Kurt, but doesn't work for me. and doesn't work for Doug. Like it's. And what works for us might not work up North and right. <laughs> where Mitch Rompola killed his buck. No one really knows whatever worked for him. Probably won't work for me or anybody else in Michigan at <laughs> that matter. Yeah. <laughs> That's me poking fun at Michigan. Everybody, chill out. That's we always no, do that. Gotta, you gotta kill a really big old and you gotta you gotta put it on the workbench in the garage, cut it apart, and put some antlers on it. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. There you go. Hell yeah, Rompolado. Uh, Rompolado. <laughs> Rompolado. Great. Do you guys believe in? I don't want to get into that, but uh, I gotta know real no, or I fake. I, it's fake. It's fake. It's fake. Wow. It's fake. I think you guys are the first Northern boys that ever said it was fake that I've heard. I thought you guys were bandwagoners. So when I was a kid, that I remember that coming out, that magazine, seeing it in a couple of magazines and looking at how weird it, it looked on, you know, those antlers look on the head of that deer and how oddly shaped the eyes were and everything. I'm going, I don't know. That can be real. And I don't know. Ever since, you know, late 90s when it was, it was a thing, I never, never really, and it, and it went away, mysteriously disappeared until recently a few years ago when you know kevin started talking about it again and people started making a buzz about it it's it's been fake the entire there's a, time there's a page on instagram called the ron pola buck i think and there they did something so kevin this same with deer hunter podcast did a, a great journalistic job of like breaking that down i i heard rumblings that ronella is gonna fund a uh, documentary which would be yeah. interesting because he's got he got the money to like really kind of flesh it out. And mm -hmm. uh, but this this one page put like a post out about a different buck that he got, and every buck is different. If we look at the bucks, I'll, I'll change my camera just slightly. The, the the nose shape on the buck on the on the left over here is very different than the nose shape on this one. That black mark is really like a triangle. This one's more of like a half a circle. And so they said, you know, here's this buck that he got, uh, you know, whenever, and here's the here's the Rompola buck. And it was the same exact marking around the nose, different antlers, same same buck. And I was like, holy shit. I never thought about that. Like, you have unique identifiers, you know? And yeah. whatever. So I listen to Kevin's stuff. I, I see. And like, it's like, at the end of the day, just, just have him prove it and put it to bed, dude. Like, if it was such a damn big deal, you just prove it. Now there's a house fire and you can't find a deer and blah, blah, blah. I won't get it x-rayed. Like, if it wasn't a big deal, you'd just be like, I'll get x-rayed. Like, sure. Why not? Like, why yeah. wouldn't I do that? But, but, and, but, but, but he, but, but, but this is Michigan. <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> he didn't want the attention, Eric. Don't you he know? Like, yeah. You can make it all go no, away. If you don't want the attention. And it made the magazines and he got all sorts of attention. Yeah. Yeah. So bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. God, you Boys, know, I didn't expect this out of you guys. You Come want on, the negative attention. We're not just a bunch of backwoods yeah, hillbillies up yeah, here. You guys are supposed to be buck shaming. What are you doing? Yeah, you guys are supposed to hate on big bucks <laughs> in general. <laughs> I don't hate it, man. I think only I the think fake ones. Things, uh, that, that's going to be a dialogue that lives in this community for fucking ever. It'll always be echo chamber, dude. That'll be man. a dying legend, dude. It'll never get solved. I don't think it'll it, ever. Get it has solved. to get solved. This no, moment. it'll never will. That's why I, I like bringing up the me. conversation, especially with you guys. You know, like when I look it's at it, the burn buried it's annoying as shit but no one is harsh on it i think as we are because like you look at the pedicles they're behind the eye <laughs> you know and how come every photo of it looks like a photo of bigfoot it was taken with a 1960s android when was that deer shot 
What year? <laughs> Fuck, who knows, dude? At this point, it might have been 1880. <laughs> the way back, the then, back then, you would use high-quality media-grade cameras that, regardless of whatever today's standards are, there's still enough megapixels into the high-quality cameras dude, that would flush that out. Could have like, taken it with a 35-millimeter back then because it was the mid-late 90s. when It was still high-quality. Oh, you can still reason. take a good picture. Yeah. Go look at a magazine from 1990. Shit look crispy. Yeah. Like, because they use good cameras. <laughs> <They're> good. <laughs> That's pretty funny, man. Go bust out the mags that you found on your parents' bed. Like, those pictures look good. Not the nudie mags. That's one of I'm talking nudie about. Magazine. Ooh. The other rack magazine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Hey, you guys yeah. remember when Rack Different Magazine kind of back rack. in the day? Was it Rack Magazine? Or there was a calendar, and all it was was chicks in lingerie holding Euro mounts. <laughs> you guys know what I'm <laughs> no, talking about? Yeah, I don't remember. I gotta go get me an issue. Greg, you don't remember this? We were gonna bring it back. Uh, you know, maybe it was a thing. Hey, but Greg, you're old. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate the love, buddy. You're the oldest one here. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean that when I said that, but hey, Greg, I did. Whatever. you meant. Well, he's like, sure. I remember when the Rumpel book was shot looking at it in magazines. So the boys gotta well, be. I mean, tonight. What's that all about? What's really? that? I'm just saying. It's a it's a P O R N stash. I'm getting shit for a mustache today. I, Doug, I didn't. Man, I didn't I get that. Mustache. I think the mustache looks great. Oh, oh, Let's there see. we go. Mustache to mustache. That's Let's the mustache. Just for men and his mustache, it'd look like Greg's. <laughs> Doesn't it look even, look even darker? <laughs> Dude, and yeah, I, I had someone ask me at work the other day, do you dye that? No, <laughs> it's natural. It's uh, natural. If you look close, there's a few gray ones in there. I'm not looking that close. Good. Don't look at me. <laughs> Keep I'll take a look. That's freaking awesome. Uh, oh man, I'm glad. I'm glad Mitch Rumpel got brought up. That always just stirs the pot a little bit. And I'm glad. I'm glad you guys are as as harsh on it as we are. Um, I just figured being Northern boys, like you guys would be all in the same vibe. Do you really think it'll get solved eventually? Fuck no. No. If Renella no. uh-huh. does, if if Renella really does a documentary on it, I'm very because he's got. He's I'm got, telling you, that thing's that, like Jimmy Hoffa. That sucker is gone. That is got, Jimmy Hoffa, dude. Turn, he's got that churning money, man. He could freaking make it rain documentary on that thing, and I would got watch that Democrat money, man. He'll he'll figure it out. That fucking buck's buried in a football field somewhere. Hey, that's right. If the Clintons can fucking hide a laptop and emails and shit, Mitch or uh, Steve Ranello can figure out the Mitch Rumpel books real or fake. One side somewhere, and the other side's across the county because there's they split the it's skull. In the bottom of Lake Michigan, dude. dude it, it's my dog. My dog chewed those antlers up a long time ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet you that cocaine they just found in the White House is Mitch Rumpel's. <laughs> oh shit! At this point, yeah, the cocaine bear showed up with that. Yeah. Cocaine bear. Well, that'd be interesting. I didn't know Renella was going to do a documentary on that. I don't know that he is. There I was heard there was things. talk of it. Yeah, I don't I know if that's things. happening. He brought so. up on Rogan. I'm like, Dude, just freaking do it. Come on. Is is Mitch Rumpler still alive? He's got to be right. You'd have to ask Kevin. Kevin would know. Kevin's done a lot of research on it. He'd be able to tell you if Kevin probably even knows where he lives. <laughs> I, mean, I love how the camera cut to you right when he said that. <laughs> that was great. He, was, he wasn't at that old in that picture, and that was what did you say, late nineties? Yeah, it was late nineties. Hey, all right, I got a prediction. This is a bold prediction. We're gonna get off this topic. Move on to something else. Uh Rennell's gonna take his funding. He's gonna get in. Why are you laughing, Greg? I, I'm just I'm I want to hear this. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I just check in and see what's so funny. You're already laughing before I got it out. 
All right, so Ronella's going to get the funding to produce this documentary. He's going to find Mitch, and then the Clintons are going to kill him, and then we'll never figure it out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there it is. There it there it is. is the political spin. Yeah, yeah. Wait for it. Then Alex Jones would be like, the lizard people killed Mitch Rompla. We never found out if it was real. So that's because Bill actually grew up gay frogs. with Mitch Rompla. Yeah, they hunted together. They hunted together. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Dick Cheney, they were there. I wonder if um, like Mitch was just like, oh, I, I, you know, when it all settled down and no one brought his name up, and then someone brought it up again. Now he's popular. He's like, fuck. Well, podcast. Here we go. He's again. like, God damn oh, it. He's like, making a plan He goes, my name's coming back. Yeah, probably. Dude, I don't know. Dude's made money. Well, what should people know about OKS Hunter? Sorry, we went on the I just thought that conversation well, was going We're all just here to have fun, man. Yeah, we're just here to have fun, not take it too seriously, but we're all for you making your situation better. So if, if making you better, a better hunter is shooting a spike because you haven't shot shit in how long, go ahead and do it. If you're trying to graduate on to from a 120 to a 130 or whatever the progression is for you, you should absolutely continue to do that. I'm trying to do it. I botched it on a, I'll, I'll call it 140 some inch deer last year, um, right in January. Yeah, I caught a, I caught a tree limb, didn't even see it. I was so focused on that deer, let That's the arrow fly. Point. Yeah, it's it is it is what it is. But I I got to get within killing distance of that deer, and then a week later he came by missing both antlers. It was in January, so no I could have killed. Him. Yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Nope. Uh, I'll send you a picture of him later. Oh, I don't know. I think situation. just, just I don't know, have fun. Like, yeah. stop worrying about what other people think. Do do your own thing, and I, I don't know. That's kind of it. Like, ha- be able to laugh at yourself, laugh at the the shit that goes wrong. Whether you're an actual OKS hunter where you can't make it happen, or you're the most elite hunter ever, I, I guarantee you. Like, failures are failure is our best teacher. Like you've had shit go wrong. That's how you got good. That's how you like instilled and soldered memories in your brain about like, well, I'll never do that again. Like we have a sticker mm-hmm. that says, don't forget your release. That's our best selling product across all of the things that we sell because it's fucking funny. Like it's a thing. So it's a thing that we, that we, you know, talk about, like just, it's going to happen well, to you. You're going to have a moment, you know, where shit doesn't go can't... great. And you can't Later tell me right now, Bill Winky doesn't fuck up every once in a while. He just doesn't well, tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. it might be. Well, I was going to say, like, a lot of guys I look up to, you know, I, I think no matter where you're at in the hunting scale, it's still difficult. Like, 100%. You know, and that's what makes it fun because, you know, if you're trying to get your first buck ever, that's hard. Like, you have this feeling of, like, impossible that you're trying to like accomplish this first milestone in hunting. And it feels so far away. Like I always said, when I first started bow hunting, you see a buck run across the field and you're looking over there and you're like, how the fuck am I going to get close to that thing? <laughs> and that's kind of like this impossible feeling. You go out West for the first time hunting mule deer and you see one across the cannon. You're like, how the fuck am I going to get over? Am I going to yeah. get over there and get like, and kill this thing, put a sharp stick through it. It seems impossible, but you know, no matter where you're at, it's kind of has that feeling. That's what's intriguing about it. You know, that's like, and of course it's a personality trait to find that interesting. Not everybody thinks hard work is fun and it's not always fun, but to me, putting in hard work for something you're passionate about, like hunting is fun. Um, Well, I think people like us, we look at that and be like, 
I am going to figure out how to go over there and kill that deer. Yeah. It's going to be an adventure to it's get be an over adventure, there. Yeah. But like some people be like, I'm not going to yes. do it. Like he'll, he'll come this way eventually. Yeah. I'm just going to stay right here. But, but I guess my thought on it is no matter where you're at on that scale, it, it's hard. So if your goal is to kill nothing but 186 and a half year olds and better, that's really hard. No matter what, no matter where you are, that's difficult to kill. You don't kill one eighty-six inch, six and a half year old bucks every year. It's tough. Um, I never killed one. That guys big. do it. Yeah. I haven't either. You rarely see deer over one eighty yeah. ever. One fifty is tough. One fifty looks like a massive deer. One thirties look like a big deer. Um, but that's what's fun about it. You know, no matter where you're at in your scale, like your challenge meets the scale that you're at, and that's what's fun. And I think I always want to encourage people to like challenge yourself, right? Like with anything that's good. And you can take yeah. step back. Like the priorities, priorities can change in life. You know, I talk about, I have three kids. Yeah. Like my priorities are different than when I was younger. They're my priority. Like they're, they're one, three and five. And life is a shit show. It is a <laughs> sh- I don't know how I'm down here tonight. Like I have a saint of a wife. You guys say like, you can't kill big bucks. If your wife sucks, tell you what, my wife doesn't suck. She's amazing. Thank <laughs> Clearly. God I have like, the buck behind me, like, I wouldn't have gotten that buck if it wasn't for my wife. Straight up, like, and we got a huge freaking argument that day. It was so toxic. I was like, you're about to ruin this experience for me, sweetheart. You're a so sweetheart. 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 <laughs> Saved it. You're nicer than you're I'm, right, just, being, I'm <laughs> just being real. Like, I, but to that end, like, it's, it's, uh, you know, now I got to, like, check into reality real quick and be like, I have to recognize the reality of my situation means I probably won't get a 150. And I have to be okay with that. So, but I still love hunting. So I'm going to go do it. And if I kill something smaller, like, so be it. Cause that's what I got For to sure. do that season. You know, and well, so Eric, when my kids are like, 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 you're faced with new challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a whole different game. So, anyway, you know, yeah. maybe you're in college full time. Maybe you're, maybe you're trying to transcend in your career. Maybe you're, who knows? Like, who knows? Everyone's going through shit. Like, maybe, maybe you're an intern. Maybe you're answer and you can't freaking go hunt anymore like i don't know there's someone's always going through something like yeah. just be cognizant of what other people are going through their circumstances whether it's tag availability like the the size of the deer that exists in their area what they're going through in their life just stop slinging mud at people and hunt your own hunt and all you need to say to someone that's ever tagged a damn deer ever is congratulations and that's yeah. it like if you can't say something fucking nice say congratulations and move on with your day you don't have to have an opinion yeah, it's so weird to be negative on the internet, unless someone's weird, really though. asking for it. <laughs> like, how shitty does your life have to be to like go out of your way? Because then people, those people need up. Up. It's very those shitty. People, if you're going to be a yeah. keyboard cowboy yeah. and just decide to go shit on someone's need, like uh, an okay as hunter person, like a police system to go on Instagram. If you're going to be an asshole, you probably just you got the the short stick in life, and you probably just need some love. You know, honestly. Short dick. I do believe that, man. Isn't it funny? Like as you get older, like what'd you say, Doug? Nothing. Come on, Doug. What? Yes. No, you know, Doug's you know. about having a short stick. Three inches of hardwood. Yeah. Okay. That was a dick joke, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. There you go. I like yeah. where you're taking this episode. This is getting fun. <laughs> no, I, I agree, man. It's like you kind of like as you get older, you kind of realize like you kind of in a way you feel bad for people at the same time you kind of say fuck them a little bit, like. Yeah, because some people just like being that way, you know. Like when the older you you kind of give a fuck less, you know. Well, that's like we who are we just talking to? Like we're in a good spot on the podcast. Like we've been around long enough. Like we're established. Like we we're in our groove where it's like 
sometimes I'll just get back in the comments. Like I just did this with the dude on TikTok today. I was just like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> like you came to us. You suck. Like yeah. it's just like hate us. That's fine. You know. See you later. That's good. Like you just kind of yeah. like you're an asshole. Here yeah, we're asshole. gonna be we'll here be right in a couple of weeks. Come see us there. <laughs> and they won't show up. Yeah. Won't be, you know. No, they won't. Yeah, the keyboard cowboys, phone cojones. We're gonna call them in person. No one's ever gonna do that kind of stuff. But on the internet, like heaven forbid, you know. Yeah. Big big tech. Do, guy, you guys you know? feel that way? Like the older you get, the longer you're around. Like the longer your brand's around. If someone comes at you negatively online, you just like suck it. Yeah, I got this whole thesis of like, well, just, just I, eat a dick. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I put a lot of energy into studying uh, human nature and human culture. And I like, I, I talk about stoicism a lot. And, you know, when I say that, I mean, like, I'm studying stuff that was written 2000 years ago in, in the Roman Empire. And the, the fun thing that I get to draw from that is like 2000 years ago they were having the same issues we were having and there wasn't no internet or social media. It was the same shit. I'm like 2000 years. We haven't fucking changed. It's the same. So like human beings are going to do human being stuff, just like deer are going to do deer stuff. And that's just part of it. And if you're an asshole, like there's probably a place for you in life. Like we probably need that asshole to go fly a plane or something. He's probably a pilot. <laughs> I don't know. Like, but we need him. He's got to be an asshole. That's just who he is. But we, he probably has some really important job or I don't know there's room for all kinds and it's fine and it's fine. And Sorry. anybody that hates on us, like if you're going to be pissed, it just probably means you're passionate and that's a good thing. You should be passionate about deer hunting, but you should have a different opinion than us. And that's fine. But don't for sure don't be a dick. You know? I, feel like I, I don't think funny that, thought of like, I agree with all that. Eric. You know, like the pyramids or something somewhere is written. Like Eric sucks. <laughs> like someone <laughs> just wrote on there to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, then, then you earned your place in history somewhere because someone you rubbed no, someone I mean, like, just right back in the day they wrote it like talking shit about the time or something you know what guaranteed someone was drawing a dick on a pyramid back in the day yeah. like when they're building he's like he Oh, dude! From yeah. when they got that built, someone's drawing a dick on a no, pyramid. No, I'm like, well, while no, they're no. building it, the guy's like, that'd just be funny. There's a dick. Oh, yeah. dude, we, the found this, we found this tomb, and this mummy had dicks all over it, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't get it. What's the meaning? It's just some dude fucking around. Yeah. Like, it was just kidding. Yeah. 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 Funny. Good, you fucker. Yeah, dicks it's, are funny. It's just a giant, <laughs> giant dick. Dicks are funny. I mean, it's so true, man. Like, you need, it is funny. That's what makes hunting, like hunting culture, <laughs> as much as we can like hate on it on the internet. It's fun, like. It is fun. Hunting culture, as much as like, there's the anti uh, influencer kind of like hater pages online. You know, we've all been oh, yeah, uh, probably, probably bashed by them, but it's uh, those dudes are exactly who they're hating on. But it's it's an unneeded and needed culture at the same time, like in a way. Yeah, I don't know how. Half the time, I don't believe well, in half the shit I say, but. Do you know what I'm trying to get at here? Like, you kind of need yeah, it. I mean, it's needed to help you check yourself a little bit, right? You want to yeah, sure. be a little more accountable and look at it and go, oh, maybe I should have handled that a little bit differently. Even though, though the guy was a jerk, maybe he had something that he was trying to put out there and everything's subject to interpretation, right? You know, I can tell you the sky's blue and someone can tell you the sky's blue in a different tone. They're projecting it differently, but... Maybe it means it's the same thing. Maybe it doesn't. So it gets you thinking, what can I do differently? Yeah. Well, yeah. there's this, this 
book called the 12 laws of human nature and it, like one of the things that i picked out from it was that uh, talked about everyone thinks that they're coming from a good place like every person doesn't think they're the villain and they think they're the good guy and quite literally right. if they're gonna post something they're they're thinking they're hey eric you're you're wrong like you got to consider qdma like they're not being an asshole they're coming from a good place in their mm -hmm. mind's eye they are the good guy so like if everyone thinks they're good most of the stuff that we see is our own lens of negativity like if a tree falls in the forest, it doesn't have to be bad. If it falls on my house, of course it's freaking bad, but it fell on my house. But like it doesn't, I make it bad because it fell on my house, but it's not bad. That would have happened anyways. Like it's us mm -hmm. that put a lens of things on like that will make it negative. So I always say, you got to check yourself. Like just like Greg said, you got to check yourself. Like if mm -hmm. insurance says if you're in a car accident and you didn't do shit wrong, you're still like 5% like responsible just physically Liable. being there. Yeah, you were yeah, there. Which is bullshit. <laughs> like, you have, you have, uh, you are part of the equation. Like, you probably did something in that, whether it was five percent or a hundred percent. Like, you were part of it. You know, mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. it's just interesting. I try to be very, and that, and that, it, like, it, it shit rolls downhill. Like, so our brand embodies a lot of like those beliefs that I have because, like, it was a brand that I have helped craft. So a lot mm -hmm. of the OKS Hunter stuff pulls from those areas. It's just how it is. It's a natural thing yeah. to get both yeah. companies like. Twitter is Elon Musk now. Like, well, it's going to feel like freaking Elon Musk. All right. Hates Elon Musk. Noted. All right. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Most ever was uh, when we were going to do an episode called Weed and Whitetails on April Fools. Never thought it was real. It's like, no, it's not real. It's April Fools, guys. But apparently we need to do a Weed and Whitetails episode because people are like, well, I what's shocked. the issue if you did? That's what I don't get. I don't know. It ain't legal here yet. Oh, so I got to deal with that. I don't want to hang out by you and make yeah. it. Yeah. Make it. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah, come down no. here. We'll do a weed and white tails for four. Oh, 420. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. yeah maybe a really boring episode. We'd be like, but just think about how fast the antlers grow. The violence is set in. I got to leave. That's what happened to me. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be bad. Um, all right. I want to know what's your guys's. Um, what are you striving for this season? What are you hoping to get done? What's like personal bucket list item coming into this fall? You want me to go first? All right, fine. Yeah. What do you? This, you sound like freaking. Uh, yeah, man. I want to not come into my house and you speak on the day of my daughter's birthday. You want me to go first? I want Greg to host like... the Rompla Buck documentary. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not fi uh, hosting a fishing podcast, sure. Why not? Yeah, I want you to do um, it stoned. Host the Rompla documentary. On weed, on weed cigarettes. There's going to be a huge line of people that want to watch that. Yeah, Greg, never been high. <laughs> sure, life. I have. Contact buzz that counts. Okay, I have second second handed enough of the devil's lettuce to <laughs> batch hell a mile. It's all good. <laughs> anyway, uh, goals to actually connect on a deer this year uh, with my bow. Hopefully before January. Um, you like the late season though. I love the late season. I I don't mind freezing my ass off. I have the right gear. Um, I've had some really good sits late season, but I also got good permission on a really awesome piece of property that in an area that has good quality deer. Um, I also have permission in a place where I can go shoot as many does as I want until my heart's content until I run out of tags and go buy more. Uh, does won't be a problem, but I do want to shoot something with antlers cause it's been a little while. So that's, uh, that's my goal is to shoot a buck that I deem worthy of shooting. And I haven't even run any cameras. Usually I'm running cameras by now and kind of doing a little bit of work, but 
can only post so much crap about running cameras and putting cameras together, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, everyone then, knows it's cheating now. Now that's the trend. Right, that's cheating. Right, right. It's cheating. So, but I also have a fishing podcast, and I'm I'm out fishing. I'm fishing like Michigan. I'm fishing all over the place, trying to make content for that. So I've I've got a lot of other things going on aside from trying to focus on whitetails. So that's that's oh, the the pain of it all. You know, when you variety is the spice of life, they say. So I mm-hmm. enjoy turkey hunting i enjoy deer hunting i love to go You're fish man. Yeah. yeah so and i love to cook it and clean it and all other fun stuff love it but the, I think the goal wholesome is, goals right there man yep I eric what do you got brother? just keep my daughter happy with it <laughs> she she busts my ball man she's five and your wife yeah like if i could kill it if i could kill a buck early season my wife would be smitten She'd be super jacked. It just never went up for me. Okay. Wow, we're all timing here. <laughs> and my daughter, she she busts my chops about getting deer. Did you get one? She's like, I want to eat it. She she will ride me harder than any social media troller could ever. Dude, so, that like, is number one for me is make my daughter happy. Get my wife. She's, there. Ass. Mm-hmm. she's a beast. My daughter's a freaking. She's the strong willed yeah. uh, person I've ever met in my life, and uh, hopefully she keeps that strong will and independence late into her teen years. So I'm gonna worry about boys. But, uh, yeah, for me, like, I don't know, guys, I, I might hunt like a handful of times. I got a lot going on. So, um, for me, any eyes on deer is always great. Adventure is fun. I love, I love, uh, just charting new paths and having experiences that are, are story worthy, like going out with Derek and Craig on hunts. I love the camaraderie of it, like dragging a canoe through a field for 200 yards was so stupid, but indelible and memorable and fun. And nothing happened we, there was no deer, uh, on that trip, but I remember it like, there could have been a deer, you know, so that kind of, I love the hard, the hard gritty stuff. I love the unblazed trails. I love the, the adventure. And if I get a deer, it's always bonus. So cool. I, I don't have a goal. My goal is to get out enough times to have some fun. That's kind of my goal. We got to produce. On. We got a, we got a show we put on and be cool to get something on camera with the video guy. Go- well, the video guys with us, videographers, mm-hmm. um, we tried to make a show like the, um, I don't know. Everyone's told us it's like the office, but hunting. So, which was our goal. So we goal achieved, I suppose. I've so never watched funny. the office for the record, but uh, yeah, it's a great show. Uh, but no, I, I think those are goals. Like, even though you didn't like nail down one thing, like I still think that's like a wholesome, that's like, like life. I said, I live in reality. Am I going to get a 150? Not really. I've not done anything that could put me in position to do so. So my expectation matches reality. Like my expectation is pretty low because I, that's not the focal point for me right now. So, no, I respect that. I respect you saying that really like, and I hope that makes sense a little bit to like to our listeners and to you guys, because I just see people hate on someone like Austin Chandler who kills big bucks every year, but they don't understand a fraction of the work and time and dedication and money spent to like accomplish that goal. And it's such a bummer. It is a bummer. <laughs> it's like what, what's the hate on about Austin Chandler? I met him at Deerfest when you guys were there. And we all we all kind of met and hung out for a little bit. He's one of the nicest guys you'll meet. So what's the oh, hate people about? People love that? to hate on Austin, dude. They love to hate on and him. He's so. the most humbling guy you ever freaking meet. Yeah. He's a yeah. nice guy, humble, quiet, and just always pretty friendly. So Let your work speak for you kind of guy. Like, you know, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He's a, he's a good I, I example know. of uh, hard work and humble all in one and a big buck killer, man. You can put in the time. I think time is the biggest part of the equation. And then over like the, 
I had a boss a long time ago when I was starting into the, the marketing career that I have. And, you know, when I started, I started with another person they're like, he's like, here's how it's going to go. You can, you have three months to get up to speed before I kick you out of the nest. And it was a hundred percent commission sales job. So he's like, we're going to, you can suck off the teat for three months. And in those three months, you're going to get paid regardless of what you sell. You could kill it and, and maybe like you all earn yourself and you could take that draw. That's great. But if you can't, like, you'll, we'll take care of you. But after three months, you're on your own. And he's mm -hmm. like, so in three months, you could work, you know, five days a week, eight hours with your half hour lunch break. So seven and a half hours a day for five days a week. Or you could do 14, 16 hour days for three months. And what's going to happen is you're going to have more results faster because you've learned more faster. You put more time and effort in and you've accelerated what's happening inside of three months. I'm just aware. Like, I just know that I don't have like Derek on our team who's uh, overseas right now on vacation. That dude puts in more time in the deer woods than most people that I know of personally, personally know of. And mm -hmm. he's going to kill a big deer because he, he works for it daily daily that guy's in the mm -hmm. deer woods daily in summer months yeah I mean, doing he, stuff he put a lot of time in in that property in illinois he went where there were big deer um put the work in and uh you know he's super passionate i mean if you guys snoop his page he's either fixing antlers or he's you know tweaking cameras or doing something he's always running around and everything is deer driven until i pull him away to go out on lake michigan to say yeah, that being said like it'd be unfair me unfair for me to expect that i could have the same results as someone busting their ass that hard is what i'm trying to say like i just can't expect that type of result unless i have some luck on my side and there well, has I, been constant knowledge where i do i can make better moves these days than i could have made 10 years ago where i could get in like a slightly better position but I've still Eric, do you realize how what you're saying, how rare it actually is nowadays? Like, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to give you credit there. Like, what you're saying is a rare thing. I don't realize that. No, I I did not realize that. I just think everyone should think that way. <laughs> like, no, I mean, like, I think. Do you guys think that way? Like, you're not gonna get it, you yeah. Know? You, you know how many people are just in this like, like you're saying like, listen, I'm busy. I have kids. My I have a wife. I have a family. I have. Uh, a job i have all this shit to do the chances of me killing a giant buck are not great because i don't have the time to dedicate to it like it'd be like me expecting it's like everybody that's unemployed that's just getting checks and it's like mm -hmm. well how come he's got a boat and a nice truck and a hot chick that he gets it's like me taking a tattoo bet with doug yeah, which you did do. Which I did do because I'm an idiot. <laughs> but, you I, but you're going to put the work in. I'm going to put the work in, but I'm not going to put it. Doug should be, should be able to put in <coughs> seven times more work than I should. Yeah, because he doesn't have a family. He doesn't have a family. He doesn't have he kinda priorities. Has a job. Uh, uh, he has the best job out of all of us. Yeah. I mean, odds are uh, not. I'll be fine. Odds are not in my favor. Let's say that. Excuse me. But he's a betting man. But I'm a betting man. But you're honest about it. I'm honest about it. That's what I respect, man. Just like being when people are straight up about their situation, you can. It's easy to show respect to that. It's when people are like unwarranted in like their actions, <laughs> like you know you what I mean. Match, just, you have to match your your actions to your ambitions. That's my right. Ambition, like yeah, my ambition about deer hunting, yes, but I also like I can't put in the fortitude or the work ethic around deer hunting that I can with other things right now. And it just is what it is. Like the deer behind me. Like it's a great deer, dude. Man, Congratulations. I was so happy yeah. about that, but I also felt like unwarranted success. I was like, I, eh, I don't like. I'm gonna take luck all day on that one because I got permission on a private piece. 
did I put myself in the right spot at the right time? Sure. And there were some things that went into that. Like hey, I did play the public private shit, dude. We gotta like, cut that. Yeah, yeah. But just, <laughs> just in general, like, sure, I'm a wiser hunter than I was 10 years ago. So like I, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have got that deer. But like I also didn't put in that much work for it. So I didn't want but, but that Eric, much let me make this case for you, dude. You're cutting yourself short on this deer. And and here's why. I, I think you're cutting yourself short on like the credit of it because you put your time in over the years, right? Like sometimes sure. you have to hunt your ass off on any given year. You hunt your ass off off but when it happens easy take it because it doesn't <laughs> yeah, always yeah. happen that yeah. way bro so when you you'll go in it was doubt the whole way it was doubt the whole way like tracking yeah. that thing doubt 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 cross river more doubt introduced and then walking up on it i only thought i thought it was a six pointer i gotta tell you that was the funniest between us guys it, it was the funniest series of phone calls that i got like i was gonna go out that morning it's november should be out in the tree. I wasn't. I had things to do. I get a phone call or a text message. I think it was a text message. Dude, I got deer running everywhere. And then you called me. Yeah, he just ran by. I'm like, okay, shoot him. Wow, I don't know. He's over here. Oh, I got to go. And then off he went. And then all of a sudden I get a, a text message. Just shot him. Just shot a buck. Okay. And then we're talking. And then we hang up. I'm like, you need to just chill out. It's It'll be okay. And then all of a sudden, you, I don't know if you called Derek or I think you texted me and Derek. I called you, Derek, and Isaac Smith. Yeah. About the shop. Yep. So so Derek, Derek, like as soon as he hung up with you, he called me immediately. He's like, do not let him cross that river. Do not let him track it. You need to be there. All right. I'm going. <laughs> Let's give it some time. So I call him. What are you doing? Ah, me and Joel are at the truck. We're thinking about going. I said, don't you dare. Don't you do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't do think about it, but don't do it. I can be a nice man, or I can be one mean some bitch. It's up to you. Can you can you name that movie? Any of you? No. No, I can't. Ah. What the hell, Greg? Nope. Come on. Your age on us. Dude. <laughs> you need you need to look up the quote or just uh what movie is it from? Just you? say it. Cool hand Luke. Paul Newman. George Kennedy. Real old. Cool hand, Luke. I've heard of the movie. Dude, you gotta go. One. You gotta see it. Anyway, you never heard of it. Sorry. Shame on you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever heard of that movie quote. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, long story short, I ended up getting there. Joel went went home, and we had your dad there. We were able to track it, look at the blood, look at the arrow. It was coated in some stomach bile matter, but there was good blood with it. So. We figured it, two it, yeah, shot, quartering right? two shot, you had a certain angle on it and it was going to happen. You're going to nick gut. That's just the way it is. You took your shot. You, you were, you were patient, but impatient. You didn't want that buck to get away. Things are going to happen. Nothing is ever perfect. What made it perfect is it was dead across the river. I smelt it and I saw the deer as you're waiting across in your undershorts. <laughs> and it was just, it was, it was a great reaction where is it? Well, if you look over my shoulder, you son of a bitch. There it is. That's pretty awesome. But was walking up there when he found it. What's that? Did you say he had to go over in his underwear across the river? Oh, yeah. Go watch the video. I know you guys aren't real big on watching everybody else's stuff. Go watch the video on YouTube. It's pretty good. I promise. Yeah, we'll watch it. We will. And, and right. I don't mean that in a negative way that we don't watch other stuff. It's just, it's the, no, no, uh, you got other things to do. I get it. Subconscious but, uh, influence. Sure. There you go. 
But at I any rate, all the words you guys use to tell your stories, you guys are like way more proper than we are. Man. <laughs> 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 my guess Dick was out. And then he yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that was later, but uh, anyway. it was cold. My dad did moon us both, which is he came over in his tidy whiteies. There might have been more than just a moon there. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> It was an awesome. overall great experience. The whole thing was great, but um, yeah. So anyway, I just I was uh, you know all the way to the very possible last second. I I was down on myself about the whole entire thing, and and even so, the size of the damn deer I was underplaying. My dad's was like, I thought you thought it was a six pointer. I was like, well, that's what I thought it was. I even I didn't, you know, so it's yeah, great. real wide. I mean, from the from the side glance, other than you know, if you were just looking at it from kind of the it facing away from you, you, you look at it, and you see, yep, I see a few tines there. That's it. Until yeah, it looks I like brows wide, beautiful. Yeah, it 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 fell down over a, a deadfall, and I could see just an ear and one beam sticking way up. And I'm going, that is not a small deer. That is going to be a nice deer. <laughs> and I was, you know, inside celebrating very quietly. Waiting, That's why you were son of a bitch. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not giving this away. I got to catch the reaction. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, guys, I appreciate you guys taking the time to join us. Sorry we couldn't do this in person like we planned, uh, kids, but I'm going to explain that to uh, especially Eric, 305. 305, right? That's right. Oddly enough, get this, they're all born in September. I don't know what that means. Natural family hey, what days? What days in September? 6, 12, which is easy to remember because it wasn't the 11th, thank God, and then the 20th. The 6 is my birthday. <laughs> That's what I want to get. 6 That's is it. my birthday. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Awesome, dude. Well, where can people find the OKS Hunter? Just go to OKSHunter.com. That'll take everywhere you want to go. Find us on TikTok. Find us on YouTube. Find us on Podcast Land. Find us wherever you you, you know uh, want to. Instagram, Facebook, all over the place. For we try to be omnipresent. So, yeah, but if you go to the website, that'll be the hub. Cool. Awesome. Well, appreciate it, guys. A ton. I think I think this was a fun conversation. I think probably a needed conversation. Um, because I kind of feel like we stem from two hunting cultures, right? Like hunting cultures, but the same hunting culture is that, if that makes any sense at all. But I think the conversations like this get people thinking about their actions. We're different, but the same, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. No, like We're different, but the same. That was great. The end goal is we want to kill deer. Yeah. Yeah. We right. want to have a good time. Hang with our buddies. Yeah. Do we love. And, and I think that that imbues itself throughout the entire hunting community, if you will. Like yeah. we, we all have a shared interest here everybody and i think that's what's the that's that's the quintessential thing to remember here is that For we sure. all have a shared interest and, and just chill out a little bit i i played taylor swift on the 100th episode about like at 7 a.m just chill the hell out just that's just relax. relax just relax exactly. well cool we appreciate a ton guys um yeah, thanks for coming on eric you got anything you want to close out with no just thanks for coming on and doing the episode with us doug yeah, you bet uh thanks for coming on guys and uh stop shit posting people yeah. out there yeah could be haters gregor eric you got anything else you want to close out with besides your plug go out and kill something this year shoot deer shooter buck is in the eye of the beholder don't listen to him kill 190 <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding wait for the 190 wait for the 190 even if you've never shot a spike i'm kidding you know what to do go shoot your bow we love you see you next week peace mm-hmm.